Hi friends, this is Robin with Redeemed Hearts Christian Life Coaching. Just wanted to come to say a few things about what's on my heart and might be important for all of us to keep in mind at this season in our life. I found myself the other day driving to my hometown about six miles away. My purpose was to pick up some groceries and uh, also to score some toilet paper. My sister was able to find some and she offered to share. But I really wanted to just pass by or sit near my father's garden. My father passed away in 2013 from breast cancer. Um, Some of you know about that and how I spent the last year of my life helping care for him. My sister and I shared that responsibility. And we both had grown up at this home where we stayed with my father since I was in third grade. We moved in there the year that my baby brother was born, and my father lived there until he passed away. And in the time period that they lived there, my mother and my father purchased the lot beside of our home, and it became uh, an extended garden that my father planted. And so we first had a garden behind the home, and then he made a bigger garden on the new lot. My father was um, in the garden tilling the soil when he was a young boy. He grew up in South Carolina and the son of a sharecropper, and we know that he was involved in helping with you know, planting and growing food even as a young child. So he was a master gardener, and he took great pride in what he <laughs> Um, did in the garden. The the reason he did it, I believe, was it was um, a, something he had always done, something that gave him pleasure, and he enjoyed giving away the things that he grew there and was a, had a big heart. He enjoyed giving to others. So we um, actually watched him as his life was um, affected by cancer the last year and the fact that he was not able to walk to his garden or plant and grow the garden that last year was one of the hardest things for us to watch but his garden was a place that really always touched my heart there were many memories from the time when he was growing a garden as I grew up. We always saw my dad planting seeds and growing things in the spring and summer. And so the teachings in the Bible about the sowing seeds in the grounds, sowing seeds and reaping what you sow, really always meant more to me than I think it might for some who haven't had that experience. So when I went to Bible school as an older person, after I retired from teaching school for almost 30 years, I feel like that was 
the first time that I really understood how important it was to plant the Word of God into my own heart. And I'd always loved the Scripture. I grew up in a church where we had lots of training. I was a girl in Girls Auxiliary in the Baptist Church. And one of my most favorite teachers taught us the Word and had us memorize Scripture. And we um, also were participating in um, what we called training union. That was part of our training in the Word as teenagers. And there were just lots of opportunities in the church that I grew up in. But Bible school at age 50, I think I was about 50, was um, even more training for using the principles that I learned as a child to become better at parenting, better at um, living my life in a productive way, uh, living by the Word of God. It, it is our map. It is the way that we are going to be successful in life. And so today I just really wanted to tell you about going to see my father's garden and how just thinking about that part of my life was helpful to me in facing the next week. I had hit sort of a rough spot and really just had that feeling or that moment of, I wish I had my parents. I wish my mom was here. I wish my dad was still here. And, of course, we know our Heavenly Father is always with us, but sometimes we just want that comfort of um, someone that has been instrumental in raising us up to be who we are. And so thank I uh, I'm thinking of children so much these days as I was a teacher for almost 30 years. And I have grandchildren now. I have two small grandchildren and I have two teenage grandchildren. And so my thoughts have been for them as much as anyone as I pray and as I um, do read the Word each day. I've been wanting to be able to help other people who have children or grandchildren and encourage them and pray for them to be able to go through this season that we have all found, as that word you've probably heard, unprecedented times have hit all of our lives. And so today I would just like to encourage each person who's listening to remember that children also have struggles in a time like this. When I think back to my young life with my parents, with my father and mother, I realized that there were many times that came in history that weren't explained to me the way I wish they had been or I wish that I had been able to express myself and talk about how things felt to me. So I encourage you to um, 
give your children a chance to maybe express how they're feeling and um, even use some ways to um, do that, like writing, drawing about it. Uh, as a teacher, I learned to, a whole lot of different methods to help children express themselves. So I would like to be able to share other ways that you might do that if you have small children or teenagers and that we could all just kind of be in this together, that we would um, be able to help each other with the gifts that we have. You might be able to share ways that you have been able to help your children or your teenagers with me. Um, I think think that um, the first thing that I wanted to say is that um, just being able to express our own emotions is helpful to let children see that we don't swallow those feelings, that we don't um, just ignore them, but we get them out in the open. That doesn't mean we have to have a crying jag in front of them, but we can find ways to express to them that this is a hard time for us as well, that we might even be able to have a family meeting or just a conversation at night before bedtime, kind of a brain dump or a time to talk about it so that the children can pray with you or find a way to express their feelings to you and to God. So that's my purpose in um, doing this podcast today. I wanted to um, leave you with the scripture that I've been praying over my children and grandchildren every morning. And it's one that I had been praying over my family often. But to th- at this time, I'm doing it daily. So um, Psalm 91 is um, a psalm of protection or about God's protection. And I'm just going to read it to end the podcast. Psalm 91, verse 1 through 16. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you make the Most High your dwelling, even the Lord, who is your refuge, then no harm will befall you. No disaster will come near your tent. For He will command His angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread upon the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves me, 
the Lord says. I will rescue him. I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. He will call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him, and with long life I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. I believe that just um, reading this as a prayer each morning and filling in your family's names or uh, my family instead of I or he and using um, your family names rather than the pronouns that are in the scripture, it makes it personal and it's something you can do with your child or for your child for your children, for your grandchildren. And as we read the Word of God, um, in the book of Romans, it says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And in Bible school, I learned that hearing your own voice speaking the Scriptures out loud produces faith in your own heart. So I just encourage you to um, read the Psalm 91 in the mornings or in the evenings or both. And then also just re- realize that it's going to produce faith in your heart. And it's also going to be um, a battle against fear these days that we're living in. There's so much fear and uncertainty. And so um, the opposite of fear is faith. And we want to be putting thoughts of um the promises of God into our hearts, planting them like seeds, like I saw my father drop into the garden and and they produced something real. They produced uh, just exactly what he expected to grow from out of the ground. Um, Seeds of faith grow when we plant the word into our hearts. So I hope this will be something that you can use to begin fighting that battle against fear when it begins to enter into your heart, no matter what time of the day, just getting this one psalm out and reading it out loud and inserting your name in the place where the pronouns are, it becomes very personal and it can help to grow a harvest of faith in your heart. And so until um, the next podcast, I hope that you will practice this and let me know how it's helped you.